one hour, no agenda, and working on the second glass of whatever. That's when the evening gets interesting, when the stories and thoughts spill out. Like a work week too full that tips over and the pent-up laughter pours out. These are the unguarded thoughts and opinions, the anecdotes and antics, the conversations that just fucking happen on a Thursday night when you're two beers in. Now, here are the hosts of Two Beers In, Brett Weaver and Monica Ballard. All right, now you start talking. I start talking. Hey, we got Mick Jagger here today. It's, uh... <laughs> we're not doing radio. Oh, sorry. I mean, though, we're kind of doing radio. Well, it's the future of radio. Yes. Well, it's the present of radio, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's the present of okay. radio. Hey, what, what, what position on the dial will this be on? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's really not that hard to figure out. Uh, um, so this is Two Beers In. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Brett Weaver. And I am another of your hosts, Monica Ballard. Yes, and so the conceit of this uh, podcast is to sit in a bar <laughs> with lots of bass. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's all about the bass. Yes, about no treble. No. And uh, <laughs> here we are at the Aristocrat on uh, Burnett Road in yes. Austin, Texas. Uh, and the uh, Monica once said to me, hey, Brett... All the best conversations start when you're two beers in. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, that sounds like a great podcast that we could do. And other people that we've said that to went, yeah, that sounds like a great podcast. <laughs> it was either all the best things start, best conversations start, or it might have been all the funniest things happen, or it might have been I start taking my clothes off. I, I don't. Exactly right. I must have been three beers in or so when I <laughs> yeah, said we, this. And I think I was five at that time. And I was like, this is a great idea. I love you. That's sort of podcast. <laughs> Monica and I have known each other for years now. Uh, nine? Oh, it's got to be more nine than that. Nine or ten? It's got to be more Lainey than that. turned ten. Yes. And she was... Uh, Lisa was pregnant, pregnant with Lainey yes. when we were doing the Christmas show together. That's right. Because we wanted to have um, uh, an alcoholic toast, and yes. she declined. She declined. And and just the other week, Lainey turned 10 years old. Yes, the and daughter. And I felt old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've been definitely feeling a lot older <laughs> as well. So, so uh, 10 years, my friend. 10 years. Woo! Tink. Yay. Tink. Oh, uh, uh, Brett Weaver, I am uh, uh, currently drinking ginger beer uh, in a Moscow mule. And previously, I had a uh, delicious uh, kefir lime drink. Oh, now you're just showing off. Yeah, because I know what kefir is. <laughs> and what did you have? Um, I started with a Fireman's Four. Yes. And now, um, in honor of Ghostbusters, I'm having a Gozer. A Gozer. <laughs> and Ghostbusters is playing on the TV right now. I, is it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Well, oh, 2. 2. Oh. Still good. <laughs> it's still good. Well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a definite point of, of disappointment, though. It's like, oh, Ghostbusters, oh, 2. Oh, two. oh. <laughs> Well, that's great. 
And our friend Andrew is here too, but he's off mic and he just waved at the microphone, which is weird because it's an audio medium. And well, uh, someday, yeah, someday we'll be on camera. We'll be on camera. Why would we want to be on camera? <laughs> Uh, uh, so we're gonna bank ten of these. We're gonna put them up on the air, and uh, I think I think it's gonna be good. On the air, you said uh, on the air. And I, it's the it's there the president of radio. <laughs> it's the president of radio. <laughs> so earlier today on on the Facebook on the Facebook you were uh, you were you were whining about um, sitcoms that cue the audience. Yes. When to laugh yes. through music? Yes. I mean, this is this is sort of the um, evolution of the laugh track. Yes. It's kind of like okay, well, we're not we we don't want to have a laugh track, but we do want to tell them when to laugh. When to so laugh. We'll do it through music. Yes. I I think that uh, Larry Gelbert, uh, the the writer for Mash and other great mm-hmm. uh, shows, who was the first one to say, "I don't want a laugh track." Uh, would be also in agreement with me that it's just really annoying when just the music gives you that indication. And I was taken to task because I said uh, shows like 30 Rock and Kimmy Schmidt, which has the same uh, producer, uh, producer yeah. and music writer, which oh, is okay. uh, Tina Fey's husband. Uh, but also in shows like uh, uh, like I'm watch I was watching Rizzoli and Isles. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I want to watch Rizzoli and Isles. Okay, <laughs> just don't judge me. Don't judge me on this because I'm trying to find something that's a little bit happy. But you know, and why not a detective murder show uh, that has some funny in it? But in it, they have first of all they let you know you're in Boston with the Irish sounding background oh, music. Oh man! Yeah. And, oh, bless their hearts. Oh, and, and, oh. and when something happens, it's like, diddly, 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 And you're just going, dude, I'm tired. You don't. But, but, it, but, but they've even gotten it down to where they're scripting music moment to moment. Oh. Well, like you can hear the guy, you can hear the guy watching the screen going, da 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 Oh, there's a little upset. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> oh, it's a little bit happier. da 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 Oh, and death. Da, 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 da. It's like, but wow. But now the kid comes in. And I don't like that. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Don't tell me how to feel. Like, I would rather watch something that, uh, that you can do a punch. You can do a musical punch, but yeah. not like this whole background thing. It just... I hate it. It used to be really prevalent in the '60s mm-hmm. as well, uh, with a lot of the, of course, the the Sherwood uh, Schwartz Schwartz sure. uh, comedies, where I mean, it, it came right down to the da 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 wah wah wah. it's just awful. Like I don't. Don't no. I please, please don't, no, not the wah wah wah. Please don't no, do that. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Uh, we may go to uh, if if we get an agreement. Uh, we'd like to thank Austin, who is the general manager here at. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was just I was thinking about. <laughs> I'd like to thank. Gonna... <laughs> I'd like to thank Austin. And while I'm at it, I'd like to thank Texas and uh, the United States, the world. God bless Texas. The universe. <laughs> thank you for making this happen. So no. Austin is the bartender. 
Austin is not only the bartender, but he's the general manager. Oh. And he's looking at me like, why are you pointing at me, you asshole? Stop he's doing that. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's giving me the cutoff sign. That's great. He's like, I can't oh, hear you. Oh, Get out. No, I'm sorry. It's time. Thank you. Please wrap. Get your rep. He's a producer now. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know we had Everybody's producers. a producer. Yeah. Andrew is definitely a producer. A producer. Per- Andrew's stuck. He needs oh. to get out. Oh, yeah. Right. I got to let him go out. Yeah. Never go over the edge. Yeah. No, no, no. Never a- I'm going to go over the edge. <laughs> we are uh, sitting in a wonderful Naga hide booth. Yes. Made like killed, Fernando. Killed, killed, <laughs> all the best Nagas were killed for this <laughs> That's booth. That's right. Oh, the proud Nagas. They used to roam so free. Yes, especially just, in the 70s. Just uh, every now and then to be wiped down by a damp sponge. <laughs> wiped out by a damp sponge. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. And the festive painted uh, paper lanterns over us. Yes. And Marilyn Monroe over here laughing at everything we say. She's dead now. She thinks She still thinks we're witty. Yes, you're witty, but she's looking at me. She's looking at me. She's like, you know, I may be. But she's leaning in my direction. If I was still alive, I would be 80 years old. And I would think you're funny. Happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. President. We're, we're just awful. We are just awful. You know, I was thinking, uh, 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 one of our connections is the Wizard Academy down in uh, Dripping Spring. Yes. Uh, Driftwood. Yeah, hey, you know. That area. Yeah. Which many people are now looking, well, where the hell is that on a <laughs> Google map? Bring that up. Uh, but uh, uh, one of the things that they had there that I noticed in one of the, the spots was over the beer fridge in the main, in the main uh, tower... There was a um, there was a game uh, that it's a, a card game where you pull and it's like a substantive conversations, no no small talk. Ah. Oh. And I I almost stole that thing and just so hey. I can go. Hey, if things get slow, let's pull one of these. Things. <laughs> uh, what do we feel about this? Uh, oh, that's because the uh, the wizard. Roy H. Williams, yes, uh, best-selling author, New York Times bestseller list. Great dancer. He, great, <laughs> <laughs> great dancer, but not not a big um, fan of small talk. No, not at all. Uh, it 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 just annoys him, and and you can tell that he is in internally looking at his watch and not even a wrist watch no it's no. like a pocket watch or something some sort of interesting <laughs> fob mental sitting, yes, watch yes in his mind mm-hmm. where he's going when is this going to be over and what signal can i give to anyone around me to rescue me from small talk yet he seems to appreciate me as the uh the australians say taking the piss out of him <laughs> You are an instigator. Many times, I will, I will. You'll stir things up. Yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a shit stir. I will uh, <laughs> admit it. Because any, I, I must admit that any time there is someone who others see as important, um, I immediately want to go, huh? Can I get them to react to something? Can I do something to get them to react? Here's the thing. It's not that Roy considers himself so important. It's that others. Others do. 
others just Absolutely. put him in high esteem and put him on some sort of pedestal and and they're just Whoa. yeah and, and i can actually see him getting uh, aggravated with that oh absolutely like he's like nah, that's not what this is about exactly yeah yeah, yeah. especially when they just go tell me what to do tell me how to plan my my What's life your name, you? courtney courtney from three little pigs ooh. the uh delicious uh that oh man brussels sprouts it's very brussels sprouty yes <laughs> That's uh, going to be a hell of a blood test tomorrow. Yeah, they're going to be like, well, Mr. Weaver. Yeah. Are you part Vulcan? Your yeah. blood seems to be green. So let me let me explain that. So, uh, well, first of all, I have to eat now because it's almost 7 o'clock, and I have to have a fast for 12 hours because I have a blood draw at 7 a.m. Because I went to the doctors. I haven't been feeling well. You see, this is not interesting stuff, but I'll still... <laughs> Uh, I'm not, I haven't been feeling well, so I went to the doctors. They did a blood draw on me, and um, when it comes to lipids, which is the amount of fat that's in your blood, basically, that's the, the, the short version of it, uh, you should have between 30, it's like the number is 35 to 100. Now, granted, I ate lunch yesterday before I get, went to the doctor, but when they did a blood draw on me, the lipid count was 430. So... <laughs> You are, I think that makes you part lipid. Uh, well, the, the joke that I made when the person told me this, she was very grave when she told me this. She's like, um, it's uh, 35 to 100, you're 430. I'm like, see, I keep saying I bleed gravy and nobody believes me. And she actually laughed and she goes, you don't know how apt that is, how truthful. So like, they think that it can't be right. So they're going to have me fast go back to another blood draw and my guess will be 230 that's my guess okay is that it's still too high yes and which means but but the, what's annoying about this for me is it's not like i eat junk food all the time no i don't eat a lot of potatoes i don't eat a lot of fast food i eat good lots of vegetables i okay now i'm i'm, I'm digging the pork i won't lie to you <laughs> And, and many times I'm forced to have things at lunchtime in a sandwich form. So I have to eat, right? I mean, there's always a bread component somewhere in there. And I, gotta, and I, and I eat that. And I feel, I don't feel well. It's not like emotionally I feel badly about it. It's just, yeah. And so I know. And it's not even sick. It's probably just a little sluggish or something right. like that. Right. Well, it feels yeah. like a medium-sized dog is sitting on my chest. But... <laughs> That's that's not a dog. It's a gigantic lipid. Yes, a lipid that is been. What, what breed of dog is that? It's a lipid. Lipid. Oh, I've heard of those. That's a mixture of a Labrador and a poodle. It's a lipid. I just made that up. Only with gravy. I know it's called the Labradoodle. Okay, you don't have to tell me, Andrew. Okay. Yeah. You should not be on microphone yet. I'm, I want to wait. We're going to wait for Andrew to be on microphone until he's more comfortable because he's a fairly, fairly uh, insular person. And, uh, and uh, others will be joining us, probably not today, but next time. And so my thought is, Monica, that, yes. uh, that we don't do this every week, but we do it every oh, other God. week. Yeah. <laughs> because the thought was, is if we do this every week, then the rest of the crew, the Austin Thursday crew 
will be like, oh, he's going to do the, they're going to record on microphones. And we just, we want to talk the shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why don't you watch? In fact, why don't you sit in that booth over there? At, at last week, it was funny because I walked around and tried to find the perfect spot. And I think this is a pretty good one. Except when the bass kicks in. Right next to Marilyn. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn and Marilyn and Marilyn and Marilyn. It's the wall of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Oh wait. I think there's a theme. I bet you it just keeps so. going. I think yeah, sixteen pictures of Marilyn does constitute a theme. I'm thinking that if we walk to the other side of the of the bar, those will also be Marilyn pictures. Yeah. So is that left over? No, no, this was a meth bar before. I mean, it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, the poodle dog was not. Yes, I remember the poodle dog. Yes. Not to be confused with the lipid. The lipid dog. <laughs> Why don't you talk for a bit? <laughs> yeah, Steve, we say this is the. We're kind of torn here because both of us want to eat, and yet. <laughs> but you have to eat. You have to eat. Now. Now. Yes, because you only have 32 minutes mm-hmm. to consume everything, including that delicious pie that they were offering out there at the trailer. The as buttermilk? Well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. I feel like we're doing. Um, we're, we're doing like a cooking show or mm. a foodie show of some kind or something. I wish <laughs> I remember the name of this uh, video that I watched, and it was straight up food porn. I mean, like, <laughs> this was a cooking thing done with porn values, which a lot of the times, by the way... Did it, did it have music that went... No. Heightened sounds. You could tell that they put the mic down to where you can hear... You hear the crunch and the stirring. And for most of it, you don't see the guy's face that's cooking the stuff. You just see his hand reach in. And it's this big, beautiful knife. And, and the, the setting, I, I swear, when I watched this thing, it was like the, the setting was in Mongolia, in the snow. Ooh. And there was a fire oh, there. Yeah, I saw you. I saw the, the you know, the, the posting. Yeah, me saying, feel but. dirty about this, please. <laughs> but, yeah, it's basically they take a free-range chicken and uh, cut the and what? cut the back out. Yeah, they call it spatchcocking. <laughs> and uh, they rub. I mean, like they they crush the 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 um, the spices all together. Mm. Oh yeah. And then they rub the spices oh, all. Oh, I mean, they really do. It's so dirty. Like you're watching that, going, I uh, need some alone time. Um, <laughs> with a jar of mayonnaise. With I don't know. Oh wow. Wow, Monica, that went really specific all of a sudden. That was strange. <laughs> but but then but then they fried this chicken in a wok on an open fire and it then they take it and it's like beautifully crispy and delicious and really really the the uh, the, uh, the the money shot is the guy <laughs> taking a bite of the chicken and you're going well done. Well done, sir. I mean, enough to where I go, I want to be in Colorado, go yeah. up to where the snow is, and do that, recreate that scene. Wow. Because that looked delicious and fantastic. So, where are you going with that walk, sir? I'm, go- I'm going oh, to the Mr. mountains. Oh, Mr. Ranger. 
I'm going sorry. to the mountains. Sorry, Mr. Ranger. I, I'm just headed up the uh, snow peak here. It's, it's perfectly all right. I got something Have you to do. Uh, seen any chickens running around? <laughs> Could you help me find a chicken, uh, sir? <laughs> I'll take a Denver pigeon uh, in, a, in a pinch. We'll do whatever we can. <laughs> I'm making this chicken. Wow, that is so unlike a video that I accidentally watched today. Uh, <laughs> why, that sounded much more distorted. Yeah, wow, that yeah. You people are going to be so disappointed. <laughs> this is not. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I was instructed to find uh, a particular video for someone in Oregon, and it was a it was a roof a roofing company. So I'm navigating around YouTube, and I I just do you know Oregon roof cleaning, and I end up on this video where there is there is no one on screen. It's just a broom knocking moss <laughs> off of a roof. <laughs> for four minutes and after the first minute and a half it just got to be funny and I thought okay how long can they continue doing this without any sort of narration or anything like that and, and I thought oh there are comments <laughs> so I, scroll, I scrolled down to the comments and the comments are scintillating things like hey what kind of broom is that <laughs> that would have been the last thing on my mind Watching this video, hey, what kind of broom is that? Hey man, that's a that's a nice broom. What kind of <laughs> what kind of broom is that? Oh, that's funny. It was funny. just sweep, 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 knock a little moss off, sweep, 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 and just this centered shot and this broom handle. <laughs> it's like so. Is it is it, it something wow. interesting or is it just B roll? It it was like you have to ask. Is a, that uh, is that B roll? It was, it was posted by a roofing company that was just really proud of, hey, here's how you knock moss off your roof. <laughs> See, so. now I want to go and find many videos like this <laughs> and cut it all together to something very odd, some kind of music, like maybe Radiohead playing, because it has to be like... like creep? Yes. You know, or something like that. Playing in the background. Yeah. Very strange. It, it is strange what people will put on YouTube, like, yeah. was it YouTube? Was it YouTube? Yeah, it was but, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Hey. yeah. I eventually found the company's website and went to their videos and found found what it was I was supposed to be watching. But for the first four minutes or so, I was like, "Wow, this some somebody did this, uploaded it, and and probably notified his friends." Hold on. What? Oh, I, I, okay, that's not you. That's me. There we go. I suddenly lost volume, and I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's the... It's me. It's not it's you. It's you. Okay. Well, good. Good. <laughs> great. By the way, a great song is playing on the jukebox right now. Steely Dan. Um, you know how they got that name? Yes, I do. <laughs> Because I've run many, many an AM radio trivia contest. And 
and made the program director feel really uncomfortable <laughs> by not actually responding to the answer and just saying, well, you don't have the answer exactly correct. But it's close but enough. I, I can't tell you what the answer is <laughs> so I'm gonna just... or we might lose our license. <laughs> Like, like same with 10 cc yeah yeah which is the average amount that a man ejaculates i didn't realize that it was that i thought it was something else <laughs> no that's what it is all right yeah i understand that uh see my work here is done <laughs> I, I i understand that a a person can uh like the average p of a person is like 35 seconds really yeah Man, I'm 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 taking way too many breaks and doing shorter That's visits. Right. That's right. In that case, we need to average it out. You know, let's start a log. We'll yeah. start a log. There we go. I'll leave it in the in the um, the fifth floor bathroom. Yes, people. They won't. You won't hey. even have. You just put it up there. Don't explain anything. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What's going on?" Experiment. It's an experiment. And then you start you start remarking on color, you know, and things like that. Had a spring. Well, essentially, kind of a yeah. spring color today. It's vermilion. Vermilion. <laughs> that's trouble. That's my that's, favorite. That's lots of lipids right there. See, and that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that uh, I'm going to, uh, they're going to put me on the Lipitor. And then I, uh, the Lipitor, <laughs> and then a statin, excuse me, a statin, because I don't want to necessarily be the specific name of the, the product. And, uh, like, it's going to make me, like, <laughs> pee fat. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be peeing fat, because it's got to go out somewhere, right? Or am I going to sweat grease? What, what's <laughs> what's going to happen? It's going to smell like <laughs> You'll no. walk past and people go, hey, wait. Ooh. Where'd you go? Hey. Did you go to Franklin's today? <laughs> no, I think that if it's going to smell like anything, it's going to smell like smothered chicken is what I'm going to smell like. <laughs> Be like, mmm, did you have garlic? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. So you had a kind of a homebody Fourth uh, of July weekend. Yes, I did. Uh, well, yeah. So Friday, I was in Houston, and I worked at the at the, the dumb job, and then I recorded uh, the cartoon that I was doing, and then for only three and a half hours, I was like, I want to split it up into two days. I'm going to do Friday and Saturday. Instead of screaming for seven hours, I'm going to scream for three and a half hours, take a break, and then the next day, have a nice Saturday, and then scream for three and a half hours. I go in to scream for three and a half hours, and I yell for one hour, and then we realized that, that we didn't have enough line. Oh, they, they miscalculated the lines, and it ended up it was going to be another seven hours of screaming. Oh, my God. So I went to 10 o'clock at night, and then I said, you know, I'm going to stay at a hotel. I'm not <laughs> driving back to Austin, and got it done, and... And uh, uh, my my director was very apologetic, and uh, I brought I brought him. Uh, he, he's feeling quite badly because anytime I come to Houston from Austin, 
he's asked for me to stop at either Hruska's or Weichel's, which is in LaGrange oh, yeah. or Ellinger, uh-huh. and pick up a, a specific uh, uh, a beef jerky for him. And so I brought the beef jerky for him, thinking all and good. what did he do? He gave me extra hours. <laughs> and then we had to negotiate how many hours I was going to actually get paid for. And uh, that, that's actually, a, um, I, I learned from my therapist that, uh, you'll appreciate this, uh, that I can be a little quixotic sometimes. I tend to tilt at the windmills. Yes. That I really shouldn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not surprised by me saying this. I am this. not, no. Uh, so in this case, <clears throat> here's, here's Brett's cultural criticism of the week. Uh, in, in voice acting, which is one of the things that I do, and Monica does as well, uh, when I'm doing a video game or a, uh, well, in this case, it's video games or, or cartoons, anime. Uh, right now, the way the culture is, is as a voice actor, you come in, you audition, they don't really know who you are, um, you're lucky if you get the job, you have to feel lucky because you get the job, and then you scream as fast as you possibly can to get the lines out, you don't get a chance with the script to understand what it is, you're just parroting whatever they're doing, you get it out and get out of there. My complaint with that is twofold. Or two, for two reasons. One is I don't think that uh, voice actors are given the chance to actually be the professionals that they are and the artists that they can be by looking at the script and understanding what's happening before they do it. Yeah. Like for in this instance, I recorded and I don't remember anything that I said because it was going so quickly. And the second thing is, is that uh, the, the amount of experience that you have and actual success that you can show of quality is not recognized. So a guy that just walked off the street and can kind of talk into a microphone has just as much of a chance of getting a gig as I do with 21 years experience uh, acting. So it's, it's a complaint that I have. And my therapist said, do you really think by going to these heads of production and leaders of these companies they're going to really listen to you (laughs) which irritates me because I wish that I was big enough to where they would listen to me they're going to get up from their desks they're going to put their arm around you and say Brett it is Brett isn't it (laughs) right Bradley we totally understand and as the, and they and they're telling you this as they walk they're you walking to you the out door. the door. Yeah. You know what? Why don't you give it another run? And um, I'm sure that that you're just gonna you're just gonna knock it right out of the park. Yeah. Uh, and I'm anxious to hear it. I'm anxious to hear it, Brad. <laughs> Brad, Brenda, <Yeah>. Brenda, <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that you came here, Steve. Like not even close. Brent, not even. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close to my name. It's just annoying to me because I've been a part of the, the, the industry for so long, and it's a fairly small industry, and I would hope that we could take this to the next level, and that's what I, that's what I want. And from the outside world, people do think that voice acting is very easy. Yes. Oh, my God. I can, I can remember sitting in um, 
conventions and and you know places where we were trying to sell audiobooks and and audiobook services to authors mm-hmm. and people would come and sit down and and they would say oh you know what people tell me all the time that I should be reading audiobooks because I read to my children all the time mm. and they're highly entertained. I do all sorts of voices when I'm reading them a story. Sure. And I just think I'd be perfect for this. And they have no idea of the stamina mm. that it takes. Mm-hmm. And particularly when you're, when you're uh, carving it up from one day to the next, long form audio performance is hell. Yes. Because when you come back in the next day, you have to match the energy that you left and with. And you have to remember that if you yeah. were doing these other voices, characters, you have to remember what those voices were. Yes, and do them exactly the same way. And and you don't want some, you know, you don't want to bug some engineer saying, hey, 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 could I hear how I did uh, right. uh, uh, Captain Heller, please? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. See, a, they agree. I know. They agree. A applause off to the side there. Sure. They're totally on our side. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, and by the way, I don't want to make this whole podcast about each week we bitch about voice acting. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. That's the topic for today. No, I mean, I was very happy to do this series. Um, and and uh, I look forward to doing more, more of that. But I tell you, at 50... I don't know how many more I've got in me, you know, like I, I, I'm definitely one of the reasons for this podcast is because I go, I've got content. I've got things that might be interesting. Uh, That's right. Like lipids. Lipids in my veins. I'm bleeding gravy. It's awesome. Yeah. Having some fat. That's right. And knocking moss off a roof. This this is scintillating stuff. You know, I had so much fun doing that music video for you, for the the um, the the roofing. Oh, Speaking the roof, of oh, my Des Moines roofer. Yeah, yeah. So what was the song on on top of the world? It was by... uh, Imagine Dragons on top of the world. Man, that song stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah, and you but not in a bad way. And you didn't mind either. No, yeah, no. it's really, really. I, I I had that in my head when I when I went up there. Uh, to meet with them and had every intention that we were going to make a silly music video uh, to that song, mm-hmm. and and I think we we accomplished. That. How do they feel about it? <laughs> oh, they love it. Okay. They love that thing. Yeah, yeah. It it beat their idea, which was they wanted to use um, they wanted to use James Brown, get up off of that thing. Oh no, no. And I said, um, because when I think James Brown, I think Utah. So <laughs> it's Utah, right? No, 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 it's Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa, even worse, even more. Yeah, even yeah. Because yeah, when I think of the struggle that James Brown went through, the first I, thing I think about is Iowa. I said, okay, well, we can use we can use the phrase "get up off of that thing," but do you do you have any idea what the rest of the song says? And they did not. Get up off of that thing, like a sex machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they—they, they, 
it it just went. They just remembered the, the you know that they had selective memory on that part of the mm-hmm. course, and that was all. You know, kind of like the the people across my fence, who on the third of July, um, had their iPod or their satellite station or whatever. Were they enjoying some music? They were enjoying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They were enjoying. Uh, the green, green grass of um, home of Mexico or <laughs> Thailand. I don't know where it was from. It was to be, grass. To be honest. It was definitely grass. It was definitely grass. And uh, one of them had a tambourine. God help us. And um, and they, <laughs> and they were doing they were doing some interesting moves. Like one woman. Oh, so get, you could watch them. Well, it, it was like just just beyond the fence line. And. <laughs> I am um, well cuz cuz what they were doing physically was sort of scaring me a little bit. <laughs> First of all the music, okay? Right. First of all, um let's talk about the music. What 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 really captured everyone's attention, I think for a 3 block radius was was the guys singing along very badly I might add to the Oak Ridge Boys Elvira. <laughs> How many times did he did he sing that? Uh, too many. It was about it was a, every chorus he he joined in. Oh, that's but the then best. but then things were kind of quiet for a while, and then all of a sudden, all three of them broke into "Let Freedom Ring." Oh no! And no. <laughs> No. And it was it was like uh, you you people have no idea that that song is about divorce, do you? <laughs> no. All right. Should I come over there and educate you? Um, so physically, it would be the best version of Monica mansplaining <laughs> that I've ever heard. Um, excuse me, sorry, guys. Sorry, excuse Actually, me. I used to work in in country radio, and let me let me just. Let me explain something to you. Yeah, <laughs> sit down. It's okay. No, keep drinking. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And don't bogart that. No. <laughs> hell, hell pass no. it. Papa, pass. Papa, pass. There we the go. The on the left-hand side. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, what they were doing physically was that one woman was behind the man and had, had her arm around his shoulders up to his neck and was okay. kind of holding him back. And In the an other, embrace? At, no, no. It's sort of like like fighting a, mode. A wrestling like mode? Like how to disarm someone wow. who had a machete or okay. something. I don't I don't know. And the other woman was like, no, no, little little more to the left. Okay, now, now throw him over your shoulder. And <laughs> so it's like, wow. These people are—they're wrestling. Wow! That's yeah, they were doing. doing some jujitsu. Yeah, some judo. But the Elvira song is what is what. Yeah. I was. No. You know, it was it was really kind of cool enough on July third this year that I had the back door open. I turned the air off for a while. There was a heck of a breeze. Sure. Beautiful breeze, and then when they started launching into Elvira. <laughs> that door no, closed. That was, that was when my cat, who was perched beside me oh, on the God. sofa. That's such a great picture, <laughs> by the way. 
looked up at me, gives me a look. Not them, gives me a look. Like, make that stop Could you, right now. Yeah. That was an aggravated cat right there. Just like, <laughs> could like, you stop? Just one ear back just a little bit. It's your species. If, Go take care of that. If it, if it had eyebrows, it could have lifted an eyebrow. <laughs> That's turbo. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, it was a great weekend for me, too. A lot of good food and... Um, a lot of solitary projects kind of thing. I finally washed the costumes from the show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And packed them all up. And We re- did an outdoor, uh, in the woods version of Midsummer Night's Dream, but a shortened version. Yeah. Uh, it's quite fun. I, I still think it's the funniest, one of the funniest bits of that is the, the way it's titled, the way we did it, it was Robin Goodfellow was the name of it. And then there's a part where Oberon is uh, talking about, uh, he's about to put a spell over Titania and say she will have a Midsummer Night's Dream. (laughs) And Monica, who is the director up running the booth, and the fairies all went, oh, okay. (laughs) Made a big point of it. Like title of the show. Titania shall have a Midsummer Night's Dream. And we put it, yeah, we put it in this year's show where this is, there's this little pause and every all these unseen voices go, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd got a good laugh. I got a really, including me standing in the back. <coughs> I was very proud of that show this year because once again, like I'm running towards the, the, the finish line and it, the one show, which is, scary for me as an actor because it usually takes me a couple of shows to go okay i got this <laughs> but this time i i did great i i got like 97 percent of the lines i i hit everything you know there's there was no awkward pauses anywhere which made me feel really good and i mean <clears throat> usually with theater i'm enough of an impro- improviser to where even if I'm dropping something, I know what's supposed to be said at that time. And if I can't remember everything, I can make it up and it works fine. Shakespeare, you can't really do that. <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's, it's really hard. It's really hard to improvise an iambic pentameter. Exactly. And so, <clears throat> but this time I got all my lines and, uh, and, and it got to do an R-rated ending for my... Because uh, <laughs> I play Bottom, the, uh, the, the guy who turns into a donkey... And in the end, when he's discovering that he no longer has a donkey head, he checks his ears. Oh, okay, those are gone. Checks his muzzle. Oh, good, it's just my face now. Wait a minute, do I still have a tail? No, there's no tail. Hey, what, what about, oh yeah. Still all right, still doing all right. My coworker Paul asked me how the show went. And I said, it, it went very well. The actors did very well, but that chick running sound and lights, we, we got to replace her next year. <laughs> there were just so many moments when I, I was so focused on running all the sound cues correctly that I was kind of like, damn it, it's night. I forgot to change the lights. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. it's like, I, just had, I just had too much to do. But I'm glad more video got shot this year. Yes. 
Yes. And um, and people are posting things, and um, it's it'll it'll be a good promo for next year. I think that I think that uh, when we talked about this before. Is I think that you should, uh, as soon as they start deciding what they're going to do for the year, you throw in for that and get a yes or no to yeah. get it early. And if they say no, then we find another way and do it someplace else. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love love the guys at Wizard Academy, but I want to make sure that we do it more than just one show a year. Yes. Yeah. Well, next year, hopefully, we'll include um, a children's class in mm-hmm. it and and feature the kids from the class in the show, which yeah. was the whole point of restaging it this year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it to necessarily be... We we also need to work on Journey to uh, from... Uh, Journey of the Wise Men? Nope, the other one. Journey from Emmaus? There we go. I was going to call it Animaeus, and I knew that wasn't... <laughs> I knew that wasn't Journey it. Journey from Amadeus. Yeah. <laughs> from Amadeus. <laughs> Too many notes. Too many notes. <laughs> Could you do it with less notes? Um, Journey from Amadeus, I would love to turn into um, an audio piece rather than, rather than staging something. And my friend Patricia asked me why that was. And I said, A, rehearsal. Uh, B, I'm scared to death that if we establish something on the Wizard Academy campus, they're going to build something ridiculous mm-hmm. right in the pathway of mm-hmm. of what we have planned. And they're like, uh, we, um, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, now I have to write around this hot air balloon gondola <laughs> that's sitting in the middle of this patch of woods here. There's a hot air balloon gondola. That's in the woods from from the Lost. from the TV series Lost, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember the first season; it was there that you and I were walking around checking out the route mm-hmm. for for Journey of the Wise Men, and there were some new statues and things like that, and some new gates put up. And we said, "Well, you know, we can write around that. We can yeah. we can say this. We can say that." But then we then we got to that. Goddamn gondola! And we're like, <laughs> and you said, "Nope, I got nothing." You said, "What's that gonna be?" And I said, "It's gonna be dark." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot that. That's what that's gonna it's be. It's gonna be dark. That's gonna be dark. Not that's gonna, gonna worry be about back it. there. We don't have to worry about that. Nope. The wizard? No, not Wizards Academy. The Wizard Academy. <laughs> Explain the Wizard Academy. Oh my! Uh, it is a twenty-first. It's a cult. It's yeah. It's totally a cult. Uh, it's a twenty-first century business school that basically teaches left-brain people how to be right-brain and teaches right-brain people processes so that they can become more organized and left-brain. So it takes the the science. It sees the science in art, and it sees the art in science and teaches things like public relations, marketing and advertising. Uh, the Young Writers Workshop is happening next week. Um, just uh, marketing for luxury items. And a whiskey school. Mm-hmm. It's got a wine cellar in the basement, mm-hmm. uh, in the art gallery, because every business school needs a wine cellar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and a, and a school f- 
for becoming a whiskey sommelier. As well as scotch. There's scotch up there, too. Yes, yes. And they're going, they're going to start um, making their own scotch as well. Well, of course he is. Yeah, Rex and, uh, and Daniel. You know, I have an opinion about that kind of thing. Much like beer and spaghetti, spaghetti sauce specifically, you know, I think there's enough. I think there's been enough spaghetti sauces. There's enough whiskeys. There's enough beers to where I'm going to find something that I'm okay with, like to where I don't have to make it. That is so close-minded of you. I'm I'm astonished by this. It just because there's enough spaghetti sauce in the world. Yes. What? Oh. Yes. Oh, that's just that's such a limiting a limiting belief. I, uh, I I make a damn good spaghetti sauce. And you never tinker with it? No, I don't. Not anymore. Surprisingly, no, I don't. There's certain dishes that I pretty much make the same way each time. Like, for instance, for uh, for Fourth uh, uh, of July, everybody else was grilling, burning meat, making barbecue. I made uh, my my really serious comfort food which is smothered chicken and rice now people say what do you smother your chicken in it's like no the chicken lipids (laughs) but it's an idea that you know i just get your your regular french and get me a drink too by the way monica get me a drink too whatever it is that you're drinking yeah uh i get a uh i i make a a, uh, a, a chicken dish where it's just like good spices rubbed on the chicken, throw it in some oil, brown it up real quick, then throw in your your celery, onion, uh, carrot, uh, uh, um, um, uh, garlic, and let that sweat out beautifully. Then you throw the chicken back in, put some chicken broth in the pan, cover it over and let it cook down. Very simple. And then you cook some nice rice, and you throw all of that gravy on the rice. Because growing up, uh, being the youngest of five, I didn't get to eat. I didn't get to eat the meat. I only had rice and gravy. Thank you. I only had rice and gravy as a kid. So I, whenever I make some other chicken, the chicken isn't as important as the gravy. So to this day, I would rather eat rice and gravy than actually eat the chicken. Which is bad because maybe it's full of lipids. I don't know. <laughs> I got you a gozer in honor of Ghostbusters. Yes. It's, it's actually a goes. A goes? Yes. No, it's a gozer. <laughs> what is that, a goes? <laughs> what are you? Hey, is she a goza? <laughs> mm. That's really good. I know. Very lemony. Yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of a bite to yeah. it. Now I'm like, I, I've got... Uh, Are you done eating? Because it is exactly uh, top of it. the hour. No, I've got when, a little bit more to come eat. On. Well, you have to factor in the amount of time you'll be waiting in the waiting room. Exactly. There you go. No, that, like, wait, wait, wait. That, the good thing about, uh, about uh, Austin Regional Clinic, which is where I've been going, is that they pretty much like, oh, you got a seven? All right, come on, let's go. And yeah. they've, they've been, they're really good about... I miss that. They used to be my provider... No. No. What do you have to use now, Seton? No, I, I, I have Dr. D'Souza. 
<laughs> and I picked her from my uh, providers list because I knew I would never, I would never forget her name. <laughs> I would always be able to, who, you know, if I'm bleeding in a, on a highway and they ask me, who's your doctor? I'll say, Dr. D'Souza. Dr. D'Souza. <laughs> I have not gone to see Dr. D'Souza yet. This year? This year. Had the plan since January. Have not seen her yet. I need to, I need to go. Mm-hmm. I do, because God knows what's, what may happen in the lipids. next couple of months. You may have lipids. I may have lipids. Um, yep. So. Obviously, um, if you're hanging out with me and cooking, eating my food. Yeah, all that good gumbo and shit. <clears throat> so here's my complaint with Western medicine. With what? Western, Western, Western medicine. Western medicine. Okay. That is not what I heard initially. But okay. Anyway, all right. uh, the doctor never asked you, what have you been eating? You would think that would be the first thing. Hey, my heart and blah, blah. What, what have you been eating? You would think that would be the I first once, thing. I once had a someone at a weight loss clinic asked me that, like right off the bat. She came in. She came back in from me giving her a pee sample. She put one hand on her hip, and she said, "Land sakes, girl, what have you been eating?" <laughs> asparagus? Was that an asparagus? No, joke? it was it was microwave popcorn. Mm. And she said, "And how did that make you feel?" Oh. And I said, "Like shit." Yeah. And she said, "And what have we learned?" I said, "Because <laughs> that microwave popcorn makes you feel like shit." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she goes, "Okay, forgiven." <laughs> I wasn't looking for absolution. Well, but. I kind of was. I, okay. I th- but yeah, she could she could tell from the sodium level. You know, I um, make my popcorn in a wok. Do you now? Yes, I do. Uh, it is taken off of my hero, uh, Alton Brown. He's my hero. It's a good guy, Alton Brown. Uh, but he had the idea of cooking popcorn in a metal bowl. He said, use a metal bowl because then that way, as the popcorn pops, it, first of all, the heat is centered towards one spot and you can uh, keep the kernels to the center. And as it pops, it pops up to the outside so then it doesn't get scorched. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we're talking the physics of popcorn. Of popcorn. Yes. And so I did not want to buy a metal bowl just to make popcorn. And I went, Who hey, does? I've got this wok. Why don't I just use that? And I tried it and it worked. And it works very well. Hot diggity damn. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> Next time I'm... I do not put it in my... Because? <laughs> why? Why? Because? Why? Because it scorches. And it makes you feel like what? And it makes you feel like shit. There you go. Because you there's get, too much you, sodium. And you get hell from your nutritionist. Yep. At Weight Watchers. It wasn't... It was not Weight Watchers. No. Jenny Craig, sorry. No, no, no. no. Go, whatever those. Not even in I'm sorry, that, that Wizard Academy, because it's a cult just like those <laughs> other two places. No, they're, they're, this company is not even in existence anymore. Oh, yeah, for and when you, when you first go on this plan, and I had, I had to go on this plan because uh, it was when, when I first met my future husband, Jim, mm-hmm. and uh, we went out to a lot of happy hours after work. Okay. Um, and I drank a lot of Kahlua and creams, which will um, which will put the poundage on. Mm-hmm. 
And so the radio station had this uh, trade deal with a weight loss company, and they allowed me to go on the program in return for testimonials. And the first week that you're on this program, which consists mainly of broth, <laughs> specially provided by them in little packages. So what years was this? This was 81-ish uh, oh, yeah. or so. All right. So, uh, yes, broth. And, um, and a 500-calorie-a-day limit. And I had never been as aware of the sound of the soda machine five doors down the oh, hall yeah. than, I, than I was that week. How hangry were you? Um, I, I, I wanted to do right by the client, so okay. I kind of stayed upbeat. But the, first, that, the second week when I was allowed an orange... That was like a gift from the gods. Yes. That thing was just, oh my God. Oh my God. What if it would have been like a really shitty orange? That would have been oh, horrible. I think even a shitty orange at that point yeah. might might have tasted at least half as, as sweet as, as the nectar of the gods. Yes. Oh, it was, it was delightful. But, I mean, the program did work. But, I mean, any program that you're on where you're only allowed 500 calories a day. I'd be hurting somebody. I would have been hurting. <laughs> I would have been like, fuck this client. <laughs> fuck all of you. They would have been real interesting testimonials. Lots of bleeping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this fucking broth is not even that good. Why are you making me drink this? You know what this broth could use? <laughs> Everything, <laughs> everything, Salt, anything, meats, yes, vegetables, vegetables, <laughs> flavor, some garlic. It's like when, when you get one of those microwave meals, like from I don't know, Weight Watchers or Ugh. or anyway. And you go, oh, oh, yeah, it's only two hundred and thirty calories, so it's going to need salts. Everything. <laughs> it's it's going to need everything. Um. I, I, you know, when my mother was uh, having to cut down or out of the uh, the um, the salt for a while, for a good while, uh, uh, she always wanted me to come over and cook for her because I could make things more flavorful. Like without you would, you would salt, without yeah. putting salt, you would be surprised how much we all rely on that and i was like well, the first thing i started doing is like well you can have onion yeah you can have this yes so one of the first things i started doing was like i would i would brown whatever it is that we're you know she's like i want potatoes and 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 onions i was like okay so i'd brown the potatoes and the onions and that gives it a, that extra flavor that it needs to where it's just not oh great it's potato product that i'm putting in my face right <laughs> And uh, my sisters got very uh, jealous of me because because uh, you're a man. That's why she likes your food. I'm like, oh. when was that ever a thing? I never knew. Are you one of those people who can immediately taste the difference between butter and margarine? Yes. And, you know, and I hate kind, margarine. Uh, yeah, margarine's evil. Yeah. It is. It is. The, the, the way I see it is, it's just chemicals. Especially once yeah. I learned that you could not put margarine in a pan to cook something because it's just 
hydrated oil. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, nope. And and yeah, I'm the guy that when I'm in small towns, and yeah. they're serving me biscuits, and they put the, I'm like, can I get some real butter? All we've got is baking butter. That is fine. Bring that. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Yeah. I don't don't even. Uh, going back to uh, Roy Roy mm-hmm. H. Williams, there was a time when we were all sitting at dinner somewhere or something like that, and and Roy just stopped everything, just just laughing like crazy, and he said, "I, I usually don't embarrass my wife Penny. She's the princess of the world to me, but I have to tell you what she just said." When I when I tasted something and said, "Oh, that's that's some good mayonnaise right there," and she and she goes, "Well, I I make stuff with good mayonnaise," and and she was like, uh, "No, no, because sometimes you you buy stuff that you know like you, Miracle Whip. You don't buy real butter and things." Like that. And she said, "Oh no, no, it's okay if you buy the really good margarine." He's kind of like, "I'm sorry, the really yeah, the no. really good margarine." No, no. <laughs> that's, all of your arguments are now invalid. Yeah, really. You've That's said right. that. No, no, no. I've won every You're argument just now. Yes. So. <laughs> Not if you use the really good margarine. Mm. I'm still trying to figure out the difference between Irish butter, you know, and regular butter. That's a, that's a really... I mean, I know the butter when you <laughs> slice a, into it, Irish butter goes, toity, toity, toity. <laughs> but... Sorry, Irish I mean, people. That's, I'm a racist. That's, that's coming from a guy who's lipid count. And then, see, now it's just the lipids talking. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just the lipids. <laughs> they know. They it's know. The, yeah. They're like, oh, that, those those are good folk right there. <laughs> We're going to eat that. Bring that Irish butter here. I think we're done. I think... Uh, I think we'll call this the lipid show. Yeah, the lipid show. <laughs> Welcome to the lipids. So uh, More on Brett's... Um, Lipid count next week. Hopefully not. No. Well, where people are going to be hanging on the edge of their seats, they won't be able to sleep. They'll be tossing. And yes, turning. they're they're going to be completest when it comes to my <laughs> lipid counts. Did he get it down? Well, he's not dead, so he's going to be. Oh, he died. All right. Well, we know what happened there. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Yes, a pleasure. A good premiere. Yes. Let's, um, Let's crack crack a, a bottle of the really good <laughs> Miracle Whip on the yes. bow of this ship yep. and consider it launched. That's weird. <laughs> See, you know what all I can think of now is Miracle Whip with slivers of glass in it. That's all I get. I'm like, well, I'm not putting that in my tuna fish. So... So uh, we hope that you enjoyed the show. Uh, I am Brett Weaver, your host, and I'm drinking a Gozer (laughs) beer. And I'm Monica Ballard, and I'm on my third, uh, well, my second Gozer. Gozer. Yeah. Good. And uh, hopefully we will, uh, you'll catch the next one. This has been Two Beers In. Yes. Bye. Bye.